0: It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from Eastern Iowa, where apartment ownership and investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Apartment Specialist Podcast. Well, hey everybody, Darren Garman here, and welcome to this week's podcast. I am always excited to chat with you and to share information with you that hopefully will bring some value to your life. I hope you're doing well wherever and whenever you are listening. Uh, Before we get into the subject of trust, or who to trust, uh, a couple things I want to mention, some housekeeping items. First of all, the Multifamily Investor Summit and property tour will be held on September 21st that is Saturday September 21st so mark your calendars now remember the investor summit and property tour we only have 15 people as a maximum 15 investors can take part in that so this is coming up pretty quickly so if you want to be involved in the September Heartland Investor Summit and Property Tour, you want to mark your calendar for September 21st. Uh, There's really no other Multifamily Investor Summit and Property Tour like it, quite frankly. Uh, And it's not because there's so much glitz, so much glamour, and so many distractions. Uh, The information is invaluable. What you will discover with the curtain pulled back is Again, invaluable in terms of making you bigger returns, better returns, bigger income streams, and making your investment life a hell of a lot better. So, if you want information, you want to be on that list, you want to be one of those 15, simply email my office, contact my office, my contact information is everywhere. Phone, email, fax, whatever is convenient for you. Get in touch with our office and let us know you want to be on the list for the Investor Property Tour Multifamily Investor Summit. And, wow, I'm excited about it. It will be something else. And, again, it will be on Saturday, September 21st. Uh, specific details in terms of time and subject matter and all that will be sent to you upon you getting in touch with my office. But uh, September twenty first, mark your calendar. If you have an interest in attending, uh, make sure you contact my office and we will get you information on it. Again, reminder, reminder 15 or less. That's it. I only there's only so much of me to go around. This is not a big um, conference. This is not a big uh, uh, gathering. This is for 15 or less serious investors wanting to take their investment game to the next level. So I will look forward to talking with you and seeing you on the 21st. But before we do that, contact my office for the details. Okay? All right. Now, let's get into the subject matter of trust. Because for us, really, I mean, not even if we are investors. This really has to do with everyday life in, in really a lot of ways, but really, especially when it comes to investing, because I mean, you know, wherever you invest your money, and it really doesn't matter the amount, but because it really, I think the thought process is the same, whether it's bank credit union, money market fund, mutual fund, stock, a business, a company, uh, an apartment community, I mean, we could go on and on, you're really looking for people to trust, okay? Um, Again, in the investment world, it's pretty uh, obvious, Uh, but really in our everyday world, you know, colleagues, partners, clients, employees, or whatever. I mean, it's pretty much a big, I mean, it's pretty much in everything we do, and it's a big deal. And not that I've got it figured out, which is actually part of what I'm going to talk to you about, oddly enough. Not that I think I've got it all figured out when it comes to this, But there are some things that I have learned and this one big thing uh, that really helps separate what looks good on paper, who looks good on paper. I've got a story for you about that here in just a minute. You're going to love, by the way. Uh, Who looks good on paper? Who looks good on camera? Who looks good in a video? Who sounds good on the phone? All those kinds of things. I've got a way to get through big time and a suggestion for you to really break through the BS and really figure out who in the hell should you be trusting and who should you maybe be thinking twice about. And so let me give you like the big litmus test. And it actually has to do with what I just mentioned in a a way, like I said. Uh, And it's really this. When you are looking at whom to, again, do business with, hire, spend time with, any kind of trust, you need to understand and make sure that nobody, nobody's got life or business entirely figured out. Okay, I want to say that again, because even though this sounds super obvious, it's not. And I'll tell you why in a second. Nobody, has got life or business, investing, entirely figured out? Nobody does. And yet, we often seem to want to find the type of person, by all appearances, has what? That's right. Has it figured out? And Here's the truth, guys. Nobody has it figured out. Nobody. And the problem is, when I say even though it's obvious, but sometimes it doesn't seem obvious, is we crave and we look for those people that seem to have it figured out and we want to trust those people. Okay. Now look, let me just kind of take a little sidebar here. You obviously want to do business with people who, you know, have it figured out. Um, You want to be spending time with and trusting people that have it figured out, at least up to a certain capacity, up to at least a certain level, right? I mean, we don't want to be trusting people that don't know what the hell they're doing, (laughs) right? When it comes to investing or business, for example, we don't want to be trusting employees that don't have any kind of um, work ethic, any kind of ambition, Uh, So, I mean, so, I mean, those are the obvious things here. But even in all of those cases where you want to be working with someone that at least kind of has it nailed down, they don't entirely have it all nailed down. Okay. When it comes to life, when it comes to business. I mean, we're all every day juggling a whole bunch of stuff, emotional stuff business stuff every single day, investing stuff. And so it's worth remembering that we all make mistakes every damn day, every day. Uh, I'll give you an example, and this is a real example. So we just got done wrapping up a multifamily, actually a pretty large community investment and had partners involved with me in it. And we recently closed. Well, there were uh, a couple of investors that were a little bit late in getting their funds in for the investment. That's not the mistake. So the mistake was one of the investors um, got me a check, sent a check into my staff, okay, and it was a sizable check. So sends a check for his investment in to me and to my staff, and what do we do with the check before we deposit it? We, of course, file it, right? We file it. And and this is not a small check. So check sits in the file, and when the day comes, you know, a few weeks later, when it's time to uh, deposit the investment dollars, the checks, and, and finalize the investment and close and all that, Uh, We open up the file, and there's no check. No check. Uh, What happened to the check, we believe, is uh, during a period of time where we were doing some moving between offices, uh, moving to a new management place for my staff to be working out of, we believe the check was placed in the recycle bin because it was in an envelope. It wasn't just sitting out Um, in a recycle bin with some other things uh, to make things a little more efficient for us moving things around. And we think we put it in the recycle bin. And so how would you like to call up uh, this investor who, by the way, thinks you've pretty much got it figured out and say, "Uh, yeah, um, we don't have your check uh, and tell him the story about what has transpired. Uh, look, folks, we people do this kind of stuff all the time. Now, I don't lose checks all of the time. Matter of fact, I think this is the first time we've lost someone's check. Uh, but look, things happen every day, every day. And we want to, so I think more some people more than others, want to believe that there's somebody out there that does have it all figured out. And when it comes down to who to trust, you want to make damn sure that you want to avoid the kinds of people that go out of their way and are really loud mouthed and bragging about how they've got it figured out. You don't want to be aligned with or trust the people that are doing everything they can uh, on social media, for example, um, blogs, online postings, emails, uh, you name it, where they really elbow their way into making you believe that they've got everything figured out life, business, etc. I would make the argument those are the people you want to run away from. Look, you want to have people that have gotten to where they've where they are now, whether it's someone you want to invest with, someone you want to hire, someone you want to um uh, be involved with, maybe even personally, they've gotten to where they've, they are by reputation, hard work, and commitment to doing the right thing all the time. And it's rare. Okay. It's rare. Uh, because, you know, as, um, As a friend of mine says, life would be easier if everyone was who they insist they are. I'm going to say that again. Life would be easier if everyone was who they insisted they were. Okay. Um, Make sure you don't buy into it. Make sure you can take a step back and read through the smoke and mirrors, okay? Because there's a lot of it out there. The more connected we are, the more we have instant access to video information, the more you see people showing you what they want you to see so they look like they've got everything figured out. Nobody does. Nobody is. And I would argue, even the ones that sometimes look like, even the super, those that are considered super successful, and I would say, financially, especially, they got a lot of freaking problems. A lot. Um, And probably, the more successful, the more freaking problems they've got. They do. Um... And those kind of people, and those people you want to be aligned with would tell you that, yeah, you know, I, I don't have it all figured out. I, are you kidding me? It's the ones that pretty much will go out of their way to insist that they've got everything licked are the people you really want to be cautious about. Okay. Um, so that's number one on trust. thought it was worth mentioning. I see way too many uh, people out there working their butts off To look like they've got everything all figured out. Um, And, you know, truth be told, nobody does. So just make sure you understand it's about uh, what they've done, the hard work, the commitment to doing what's necessary to get to where they are now is really the key to all of it. Okay. That's the key. Not smoke and mirrors. All right. So enough of that. That's number one. Number two, and, and related to that, is again, before you buy into the surface bullshit, make sure you dig under the surface. What, do I, what am I talking about? So I gave you a couple of examples. So I have, um, you know, we, we work with investors all the time that get involved with us in owning multifamily apartment communities here in the heartland. And so, you know, a way that a lot of those folks dig beneath the bull, the stuff, is they do their due diligence, okay? So, I mean, I've even got a couple of investors that send people out to look at the properties we're buying. So they may come out or they'll send somebody out to look at the properties. Does it really look as good as advertised? Does it really look like Darren says it does? Uh, those kinds of things. So they aren't just looking at what I'm sending them on the surface. They're not just checking things out um, that I've got attached to an email. Okay. They're digging under the surface. They're not going to go by what they see on the surface. I've got an interesting story for you on this here in a second. So again, investors will do their due diligence, check up on me, go get the, you know, I I call it putting the hood up and looking at the engine. They'll look at that stuff. Uh, If they don't, a lot of times they'll send people out, uh, or I've got folks that'll make lots of phone calls and talk to people that have done business with me before, um, Etc. It's a smart thing to do. I've got a lot of people that don't, but I've got a lot of people that do. Smart thing to do. Okay. Um, and a lot of us can get carried away with seeing something online again, social media, videos, internet postings, emails, and think that what we're seeing on the surface is really what's going on under the surface. So let me give you an example to my story I've alluded to now twice, or maybe even three times. So we have been in the active mode of hiring a property manager. Uh, One of our apartment communities, it's a 100-unit apartment community. Uh, Our current manager is going to be leaving here in about a month moving. Uh, And so we need to find a New manager to replace our manager. Well, so uh, getting the word out, I've received a lot of resumes from people interested in this management position. And resumes is a really, really good example of what I'm talking about on looking at the surface and making decisions right away, before digging under the surface. Again, this gets back to trust too. So, going through resumes and quite a few, one resume stands out above all the others. And so, remember, this is a management position, property management position, 100-unit property. There's a three-page resume that is basically the workbook, the guidebook, the recipe book of the perfect manager, okay? Tons of experience, experience with the kinds of residents that live at this property, Um, excellent scores, an excellent uh, job at keeping occupancy up, expenses down. I mean, it's a dream. I'm looking at this resume, I'm like, holy shit, this is a dream here. This person's perfect, okay? It's the perfect resume. It checked all the boxes. It checked more than all the boxes. Um, so if you've ever hired anybody, you know what I'm talking about. It's the perfect candidate. This is like 100% plus perfect, okay? All the, exp- everything we needed. So how fast can we get this person in here to interview? Let's, let's, let's get them in. So, um, so here, just the other day, we conducted five interviews during you know during a, during this day, and this perfect candidate was scheduled to arrive at ten in the morning for her interview. Ten o'clock comes and goes. It's ten ten. I get an email. I have my computer in our conference room. I've got a couple of other of our staff people that help me and go through the interviews with me. And it's 10:10. 10, 10. I get an email from our candidate that was supposed to be here, be there at 10 a.m. Our candidate went to the property for the interview, even though the instructions for the interview specifically said, We would be doing the interview at our management offices, not at the property, but our offices which are located elsewhere in Cedar Rapids. Specifically said it, even had the address there, all all that was there, okay? So uh, through some quick email communication, uh, this candidate was going to be here in about seven minutes, so we waited. So right away, we got red flag number one, okay? So our candidate arrives. We greet our candidate. We welcome our candidate to come into the conference room, sit down, and we have maybe 20 seconds of small talk about uh, the candidate thought that the meeting was at the property, so they went to the property. And they didn't come here, and there was a misunderstanding, and so, okay, fine. So right after that, before we are even able to start asking our candidate questions, the candidate talks to us and starts out by telling us all of the things that are wrong with our property. The signage isn't good. The landscaping's not good. Um... It's probably a reason why you've got the vacancy that you probably do. The square foot rents need to be higher. Um, So this candidate goes on for a little bit over 15 minutes about all of the things we need to do to our property or either to our management processes or systems in order for the property to be operating better than it is to look better than it did, and to be a better property, okay? And so what our candidate didn't know while our candidate was telling us all of the things we were apparently doing wrong here was that the candidate was talking about the property across the street. That's right. The candidate wasn't even talking about our property. The candidate was talking about the property across the street from our property. So I want you to think about this. Again, let me take a few steps back. Resume is unbelievably perfect. And do I believe this candidate had all of the work experience and all that that was listed I do, just based on the things that the candidate was telling us during the during this time. But I'm 7 minutes into it and I'm ready to stand up and say we're done, you need to leave. Okay? Um and not only was this candidate late, not only did this candidate go to the wrong place when specifically uh, everybody else made it to where they needed to, all of our other candidates did, uh, but the candidate shows up and tells us everything that we're doing wrong, and she tells us about it uh, because of a property that's not even our property. <laughs> this happened. So here, here's my point, and you've got my point. You get where I'm going with this, but think about this. What if we didn't do an interview? What if we just did something over the phone? What if that? Or what if we took everything we saw on the surface, equated that to exactly what we wanted and needed, and didn't go through this process? How much trouble would we be in, let's just say, three to four months from now? Maybe it wouldn't even take three to four months. Okay. Um, So look, when it comes to trust, you not only want to make sure you remember that no one has it all figured out. Okay. But number two, you want to trust but verify. Trust but verify. Now, that's not my saying. That comes from somebody I worked with years ago and they passed that on to me. I thought it was really good advice. Trust but verify. Trust what somebody's telling you, trust what they're saying, trust what's going on, but you know what? Check things out too. Check things out too. Uh, You'll be glad you did, whether it's investing, uh, whether it's hiring somebody, uh, uh, and there's a lot of other things that enter that. As well. So, what does all this have to do with investing anyway, Darren? I mean, you're kind of drifting away from investing here a little bit. I mean, I want to talk about returns and income and cash flows and rates. You can't get to where you want to in terms of the returns, the income, and the investment benefits you really want without this being the first thing. This comes before anything else. Because if you don't have this part at least as a process, as a thought process, as you go through the things that we've talked about on this week's podcast, you're never going to get to those kinds of income and returns that you're looking for in the first place. Okay. So, uh, how do you know who to trust? I think I just told you. I think I just told you. So, Uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, Uh, wherever and whenever you listened, whether you're working out, mowing the lawn, walking the dog, cleaning the garage, uh, watching the waves on the beach, whatever and wherever you listen. I'm glad you joined me today. And listen, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions about this week's podcast, let me know. I would love to hear from you and um, would love to get an idea of what you think and what you're up to. Have a great day. Have a great week or weekend whenever you've listened. And remember, the Multifamily Investors Summit and Property Tour, September 21st. Contact my office. Don't be left out. Talk to you later, guys. See you. Bye-bye. For joining the Apartment Specialist Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.heartlandinvestmentrealestate.com.